Welcome to this podcast of the Episcopal Church of the Good Shepherd in Venice, Florida. Today is the 21st Sunday after Pentecost, and you will hear Deacon Rich Wilson speak on Luke 19. As you listen, see if you can answer some of these questions. The questions? 1. Why were tax collectors singled out in the Gospels? 2. How do these tax collector stories relate to last Sunday's lessons about humility, sinners, and to the parable of the lost sheep? And three, what was Zacharias promising, and how does that relate to us? The Lord be with you. The proclamation of the Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ according to St. Luke. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man there named Zacchaeus, he was a chief tax collector and was quite rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but because of the crowd, he could not, because he was short. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him, because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up, and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down, hurry, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. Now all who saw it began to grumble and said, He has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save that which was lost. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. This is new for me in a couple of very pleasant ways. Number one, it's wonderful to get an opportunity to preach to my new home uh, here at Church of the Good Shepherd. For those of you I might not have gotten the opportunity to meet, I'm the new deacon. My name's Rich Wilson, 
And uh, the second really wonderful surprise is I've never gotten to preach and not have to read the gospel and do all those other things and get to and I got to sit with my wife Kathy who's here so uh, it, this is special for me for the son of man came to seek out and to save the lost in today's gospel Jesus seeks out Zacchaeus a tax collector. Now, tax collectors were universally scorned by Jews in Palestine at the time of Jesus. They were reviled in the same breath that sinners were. Being a tax collector was a license for greed and extortion, and tax collectors were directly or indirectly agents of the government in Rome. They were unscrupulous extortionists despised by the Jews. So why does Jesus not only seek out Zacchaeus, the tax collector, but accept his repentance and pronounce Zacchaeus and his house saved? Wouldn't we love to have Jesus come to our house, stay at our house for dinner, accept our repentance, and pronounce salvation over our house? Let's take a look at a few other tax collectors singled out for special treatment in the Gospels. Earlier in Luke's Gospel, chapter 3, the tax collectors even flocked to John the Baptist. And he told them to bear fruits worthy of repentance. Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they asked him, Teacher, what should we do? He said to them, Collect no more than the amount prescribed for you. Not a big ask by John. Something you and I would happily do. And when the crowds ask John the Baptist what they should do, he tells them that if they have two coats, share with one who has none. Do the same thing with your food. He tells the soldiers not to extort money and to be satisfied with their pay. Yes, this is repentance even we could do, isn't it? In Mark's Gospel, chapter 2, Jesus calls Levi the tax collector. As he was walking along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collection station and said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. As he sat at dinner in Levi's house, Many tax collectors and sinners were also sitting with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the scribes of the Pharisees saw that Jesus was eating with sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? 
When Jesus heard this, he said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician, but the sick do. I have come not to call the righteous, but sinners. Jesus, the great physician, seeks out Levi, offering healing and salvation, not because the tax collector is righteous, but precisely because he is a sinner. In last week's Gospel from Luke, chapter 18, didn't we hear that those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted? We heard the story of a Pharisee who prays like this. I thank you, God, that I am not a sinner like everyone else. I'm certainly not like that tax collector. While the tax collector stood at a distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed, God, be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. Yes, we too can accept John's call to choose humility over righteousness. In Luke chapter 15, all the tax collectors and sinners kept coming to Jesus. So he told them this parable. Which one of you, having lost a hundred sheep, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my lost sheep. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Jesus came came to seek out and to save the lost. Isn't that what every one of us would do if one of our flock was lost and in danger? And finally, in today's gospel, chapter 19 from Luke, Zacchaeus sat there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house. Because he too, Zacchaeus, is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. Yes, we too are daughters 
and sons of Abraham. Do you do your job, or did you do your job, and receive no more than the amount prescribed to you? Do you give to the poor from your surplus? If you are a healer, physically, emotionally, or spiritually, who else would you rather be with than those who need your healing? Don't you try to choose humility even when your ego tempts you to choose righteousness? Which one of you would not leave the safety of your home and family to find a lost child, mother, father, sister, or brother, or friend, even a stranger who is in danger? In just a few moments, won't we, every one of us, confess our sins for the times we have in some way defrauded anyone? of anything, just like we do every Sunday. Yes, we have, with God's help. Isn't that what we told Bishop Bishop Scharf a few weeks ago when we renewed our baptismal covenant, responding, I will, with God's help. But we are more than daughters and sons of Abraham. We are disciples of Jesus, the Christ. And every one of us are ministers in the Episcopal Church. It says so in the Book of Common Prayer. Not just Bishop Scharf, not just Father Joe or Father Bob, not just Archdeacon Michael. Every one of us is called by the church to carry on Christ's work of reconciliation in the world. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. Jesus Christ calls us to do the same. And we will, with God's help. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. The questions. One. Why were tax collectors singled out in the Gospels? Two. How do these tax collector stories relate to last Sunday's lessons about humility, sinners, and to the parable of the lost sheep? And three. What was Zacharias promising? And how does that relate to us?